0: Hello, my name is TCP White. I am on a mission to positively change the world. In a previous episode which I titled Mental Baggages, I started talking about the importance of the human mind. Every profession in the world today agrees in one fact and that is the point that the mind of a man determines how far he will go in life. Strength is important. Money is good. Health is very vital. However, for anybody to become successful, to become great, to become to amount to anything in life the mind of that person must play a significant role it doesn't matter which religion you practice for you to become who you are meant to be for you to become what you desire to be your mind must allow you or you must activate the power of your mind many authors many speakers have spoken on this subject and i want to also add my voice to encourage somebody out there listening to this episode to say that you need to activate the power of your mind to be able to succeed in life. So I have titled this one Mental Baggages Part 2. Mental Baggages Part 2. Just like I discussed in Part 1 many authors have spoken about the power of the mind when activated but the dimension or the perspective from which i am coming is to ask you listening to me or listening to this episode to drop those loads that we or you have carried from your past life that is now affecting your progress in life so many individuals like i said in the previous episode are carrying so many baggages due to their experiences, due to what they have seen, due to actions of other people or probably the experiences of other people and those things have become a blockade, a hindrance, a barrier to their advancement in life due to one or two experiences negative maybe or even positive that someone have seen in his past life, they are now stuck in a particular point in time and they are unable to advance further. Those are the things which I refer to as mental baggages, loads, excess luggages that you are carrying that have prevented you from flying high, Take an example of a cargo ship or a cargo plane or whatsoever, there is a limit to which they can carry in terms of luggages. If they exceed that amount, they will not be able to move at the pace at which they ought to move. That is the same thing with the human life. If we do not shed weight, especially dead weight, excess weight, unnecessary weight, we will continue to struggle in the journey of life. And that is what I choose to address in this episode, Mental Baggages 1 and 2. If you have not listened to part 1, I will encourage you to go back and listen to it so that you'll be able to make sense of this second episode before i proceed to discussing some of the mental baggages that we need to shed let me read a few scriptures just to buttress the fact that the mind is important to the human existence to the human achievements remember my tool for delivering or for changing the world is the word of god because it is the only known truth ever the fundamental universal truth that is my weapon and that is what i bring so come along with me as i read a few scriptures to emphasize the truth that the mind is important to your success the first scripture i will read here is taken from romans chapter 12 and verse 2 which we we'll read in the first chapter the first episode rather it says and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is the most fundamental scripture that you can take. For anyone to be able to make sense or achieve in the future, you need to renew your mind from whatever you are carrying from the past. Another scripture is taken from 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 1 and 2. It says, Beloved, I now write to you this second epistle in both of which I stir up your your pure minds by way of reminder that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandments of us the apostles of the Lord it is important that we remember who we are or what we ought to be so this epistle is coming to you as a way of a reminder that you are great and you can become greater There is the need for you to stir up your mind. That is what I'm doing through this episode, to stir you up, to stir up your mind. Another scripture is taken from Colossians chapter 3 from verse 1 and 2. If you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. If you are listening to me and you are not a Christian, I do not know what you are waiting for. It is important for you to be a Christian because the only way by which your mind can be truly activated to run at the optimum level at which God designed for you to be is by subscribing to the government of God through Christ. And if you are a Christian, the Bible is saying, if you indeed have been raised to sit with Christ in heavenly places, set your mind on things above. Don't set your mind on mundane things. Don't set your mind on the things of the past from where you are coming from. Let your eyes be fixed on the goal and let that drive your imagination, your thought process. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 14 says, but their minds were blinded. Remember, we are talking about the importance of the human mind to his greatness or his achievements. The mind of a man can be blinded. A man's mind is his eyes of vision, his eyes of dream. If your your mind is blinded, you will not be able to see the future that lays ahead of you. You may be living based on your past or previous experiences, but we have just established that it is wrong for you to be driving forward and yet looking at the rear mirror. The only way to advance his life is to be onward looking, to be forward looking, focused on the future. So again, this scripture portrays the importance of the mind. Your mind needs to be open, you need to have great, clear vision of where you are going. The mind of a man is important to his greatness and who is it that blinds the eyes of the mind it is the devil scripture says further in the same second corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 it says whose minds the god of this age has blinded the devil is the one that clouds the mind of men using previous experiences using past life challenges using the actions of other people or what you have seen from other people to blind your mind and then instill fear or instill still anxiety that people are not able to advance in life. This is the trick of the devil to stop you and I from living to the utmost optimum of our life and that is what I have come to break with this episode. I wish that you will accept these truths and live by it and you will see that all that the devil is doing In your life, it's only mind games. If you are able to see through his lies, you will be able to overcome him and thereby achieve greatness in life. A final scripture I want to release to you this, this in this episode is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 to 5. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high things that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ, bringing every thoughts into captivity to the obedience of Christ in that scripture it paints a scenario of one who is in warfare my brother my sister listening to me your life is a battleground this life that you are living is a battle the devil wants you not to succeed God wants you to succeed it is the one to whom you subscribe that will now rule your life so if you recognize that it is a warfare the scripture is saying that the weapons of your warfare they are Cannot. they are not physical you can't fight this battle with guns you can't fight with swords you can't fight with bomb the only way by you you can fight it it says is by pulling down arguments by being able to bring into captivity every thoughts. Where does the thought reign? It's in the mind. The devil operates in the mind, just the same way God operates in the mind. The spirit of God, the spirit of the devil are constantly suggesting in your mind how to live your life either for good or for evil. It is the one that you accept that now rules your life. So when we say that your life is a battleground, that battle happens in the mind And scripture is encouraging you to know where the battle is and how to fight it. It says in verse 5, it says by casting down every argument. This argument is going on day and night in your mind by the voices of the spirit of good and of evil. They are going on. It goes on to say, it says and every high things that seek to exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thoughts into captivity you must be able to bring every thoughts into captivity and then choose for yourself whom you shall obey that is the only way by which you will now make sense of the life that you are supposed to live your mind is the battlefield it is very important for your existence very important for your success and the way by which you rule your mind you order your mind will determine how far you will go in life i will not go on to list some of the Mental baggages that we have discussed in the previous episode, which I encourage you to go and listen and then go on to discuss Even the other ones for this episode In the previous episode, we looked at five mental baggages. They include Old Testament mentality African traditional religious mentality culture or cultural mentality slavery mentality poverty mentality and i did mention that in that episode that i have only just scratched the surface so in this episode we are going to be looking at five more mental baggages that we must drop if indeed we want to become great in life the first one for this second episode is what i call slavery of gratitude slavery of gratitude how does this play out every time or in certain times in our life we meet with people whom become nice to us and do one good thing or the other in our lives it is good like they say one good turn deserves another be good to people or when people do good to you do not pay them back with evil all of these things are good they are true they are beautiful however it will be wrong of you to now make yourself a slavery of gratitude the fact that i have been good to you does not make you indebted to me for life it does not now mean if the course or the trajectory of our lives have to go separate ways you will say because of the good i have done to you at so-so time and uh, you cannot go, you must remain, even when it is clear that our path no longer follows the same trajectory. My brother, my sister, if you must make it in life, you must be able to break yourself from this mental baggage. So many people, uh, you've heard of situations, even when they sometimes will joke about it, a young man meets a young lady and then decides to sponsor her through university and then everybody just believes she must get married to her or she must get married to him. while i do not encourage the fact that somebody should rob another person or Play pranks on another person, or play on the emotions of another person. If you have promised to marry somebody, my brother, my sister, you need to keep your word. However, the mere fact that somebody trained you or sponsored your education does not mean that you are indebted to marry that person. The fact that somebody was there when your father died does not mean you become a slave to that person for the rest of your life. The fact that somebody was good to you, helped you to get a job, does not mean you should continue to, you know, so uh, give your salary to that person or a portion of it, you need to be able to draw the line. We need people to help us in life however what we should not do is to become a slave of gratitude whereby your life now seems to be tied to that person the people that have done good to you are people that god have sent to you at any point in time if they were not there god would have still sent other people so you are not tied to a particular person you are rather should be you should rather be appreciative to god who sent them because if one door closes, another door will open so it is god who sent them it is that god that we should be indebted to not to them remember like i said we should not repay evil for good we should also not become a slave of gratitude just because somebody has shown you a bit of kindness with the capacity that he or she has you are not indebted to that person for life if you have the capacity if the person needs your help you can render but don't make your life tied to that person's existence just because he or she has shown you goodness or mercy one time in their life. The next one in this episode is what I call Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome Stockholm syndrome is a situation where someone becomes emotionally attached to someone who is oppressing him or her. For example, somebody who is taken captive like bandits go into an area now and raid abduct certain people and over the course of time these persons that were abducted that are looking for way of escape becomes emotionally attached or emotionally engaged to the person who's supposed to be seen as his or her oppressor. We've had cases like that. Many people, after spending long time with their doctors, becomes attached or emotionally attached to that person. That even when salvation or when freedom comes, they are unwilling to go because they have be- become bonded with the person that is oppressing them. Even when this relationship started by the person raping them, over. Over a period of time, they become, you know, attached to that person. It is a mental disorder and such is playing out every day in our society. In most countries of the world, even especially in Africa, where the political elites have, you know, robbed the people of their livelihoods to amass wealth for their own self. You now see still these people who are supposed to be angry at these political elites becoming their defenders. I can't imagine how such would be that somebody have robbed me of the the funds that should develop my community and yet when know the the, the agents of state come to apprehend that person i am the same one who will come out to defend him maybe because he's from my place or probably because he's giving me stipend from the money he stole from me so such things is a mental disorder that have held people down and until we break it we will not experience the freedom or the, the 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 rise that we should experience especially in countries of africa another one which is similar to the what we just discussed is hero worship hero worship which is an extravagant admiration for great people or authority figures. Someone just have this awe oh, of people in power or oh, people who are the authority figures. We just admire them and they could do no wrong. That even when they do wrong things, we, we rush to their defense. We don't want to offend them. We don't want to talk ill of them. We don't even want anybody to speak ill of them. That form of hero worship is another mental disorder which is affecting people's progress in life. We need to be able to call a spade a spade. If somebody, no matter how dear that person is to you, makes a mistake, you should love that person enough to call him and tell him the truth. This thing sometimes plays out in marriage, where a man or his wife would, you know, admire each other so much that one will not want to tell the other person is wrong, or even in dating relationship, or probably in a place where you work, wherever it may be, people take somebody and the person just becomes their hero and then they begin to worship the person that is where undue or unnecessary admiration great or extravagant admiration for a person beyond what is meet, what is due to that personality we then begin to worship the person as it were such is also a mental disorder that have held people down you are not able to see past the fact that this person may be undoing you this person may be the one the reason why you have not made progress in life but just because you are captivated by their personality by their glory by their skill by their charisma. You are just in awe and you are not able to see that this person is only a human being like you. There is the healthy side of it but in most cases it is a wrong application of admiration and it needs to stop for you and I to make progress. Another mental disorder which is part of the mental baggages that we must drop is unhealthy generalizations unhealthy generalizations first of all what is generalization it is the formulation of general concepts from specific incidences in science we use this to arrive at a theory or to form hypothesis but in everyday life people have applied this principle wrongly for example a young lady that have been jilted by probably one two three ten guys now concludes that all men are cheats. The same applies for the other gender. So such unhealthy generalizations will prevent you from progressing in life. Just because you have applied for a job in one, two, three companies and they have not employed you does not mean there are not countless others out there that will employ you science or projection have put the population of the world to be over 7 billion now how many human beings have you met on earth that you will be able to generalize and say this is the same with all even in your own small locality wherever you live how many persons could you possibly have met that you'll be able to use your personal experience to generalize to all human beings that is why it is called unhealthy generalizations we should be able to separate a few isolated incidences from the general norm everybody will not treat you the way a few persons you have met treated you that is not true so you need to open your mind and dare to try again dare to love again dare to apply again. Just make that move. Do not let your past experience determine your future. It is not a good way to live and that is why it is called a mental baggage, excess luggage that you need to shed so that you can fly high in life. A last one that we shall be discussing in this episode is false expectation false expectations a lot of people walk around with false expectations an example of such is where somebody believes that everybody must love me everybody i come in contact with must love me everybody must do this for me or everybody hates me or everybody must give me everybody must do this see people will not always do for you what you expect because they are not your god people have their own issues people are dealing with their own issues everybody have their own problem the fact that you came to meet somebody who you think is your benefactor and he he, he didn't do for you does not mean that he doesn't love you he may be dealing with issues at that time so we need to know that your expectations from human beings especially needs to be checked do not put your hope that's why scripture says woe to the person that puts his trust in man it is a no-brainer for you to expect that a man will always be there for you that is a false expectation people will always disappoint you people will always fail you you need to know that so when you know this fact you prepare your mind for it and you will not be disappointed or shocked when it happens so in again in these five mental baggages that we have discussed like i ended with in the first episode We have not concluded or we have not discussed all of them and even these five that we have discussed we have only just crashed the surface what i have done is to bring them to your attention hoping that as you go along you'll be able to dig deep into it make further research study more and check your life and see which one operates or is applicable to you and then begin to shed them i'm not saying that one person has all ten no but you may have a few of them and whatever it is you need to check them so that you can make success possible for you remember like we started the human mind is one of the most powerful weapons that god gave to us and if we are to succeed in life we need to activate our mind and in activating your mind, you need to be able to remove all those stop all those things that serve as a stop gap to enabling your mind to function optimally and as you do so, you'll become great it is my prayer for you this hour that as you engage these thoughts as you meditate on them that the Lord will open your eyes to see the areas that you need to check and as you do so, the next time we hear from you, it shall be a success story. My name is TCP White, I am on a mission to positively change the world.